Welcome and thanks for stopping by. Whether you're watching us on YouTube or listening to our podcast on one of your favorite platforms, I'm glad you're here. At this time, I would like to thank our partners and sponsors for their dedication to helping the show to grow. We cannot do what we do without their help. I am your host, Kevin James. Glad that you stopped in today. I have Vismaya Rubin with me on the computer. Vismaya, thank you very much for joining me. My pleasure. I'm looking forward to this conversation. Um, You're the founder of Living Gratitude Today. And before we get into the subject about how that started and a little bit about that, let's talk about you and where how you started and a little bit about you so the audience gets to know. So let's start from there. Perfect. So I'm a South Florida native, born and raised. I have traveled outside of Florida, but my home, my home base. Um, For 20 years, I was a inner city high school teacher in Miami. Loved my kids. Um, I started out teaching math, (laughs) which was a whole other story of how that happened. And then they came to me and they said, would you like to do a freshman experience class? So I started teaching character development. I created a curriculum based on the seven habits of highly effective teens. I taught a, a nonviolence course based on Martin Luther King's philosophy of nonviolence. I taught peer counseling, which is, that is my passion. Mm-hmm. And then my last few years, they, one of the principals came in and he's like, listen, I need you to teach writing. And I was like, oh my God. So they canceled my, my character development class and I started teaching writing. Mm-hmm. What started to happen is during that period, they changed the way the Florida testing went. So second part of the testing, we won't even get into that, but the second part of the testing was all about evidence-based writing. So I was like, if you want me to teach this, I'm going to do it my way. So we did a lot of research on gratitude and I had my kids keeping gratitude charts. And if you know anything about ninth graders, they know everything. They are, you know... They, they think their world is the way they see it. And when I said to them the first day of school, listen, we're going to be keeping gratitude charts. You have to come up with 20 things that you're grateful for every month. They were like, they looked at me like I had lost my mind. They whispered to each other, you know, she's crazy. She doesn't know anything about my life. What, what is she thinking? Mm-hmm. And then some of them were like, we're going to make it up. And I was like, I don't care if you make it up. I don't care what you do. I want a list of 20 things that you're grateful for that happened this month. And so what ended up happening is throughout the year, some of them would start writing me little notes, you know, thank you for making us do this. Um, And I think one of the the best things that happened was towards the end, they started to see their reality of their life, their paradigm of their life shifted because their house was the same. Their school was the same. Their teachers were the same. Their friends were the same. The only Mm -hmm. thing that was different was that they had shifted their paradigm of 
of how they viewed their life. And it was by doing simple gratitude strategies. And I think you know, people say, well, how did it work with these kids? And it was because every time they were in my classroom, there was a note on my board. And I said, have you written anything in your gratitude chart? And it was a constant conversation. I, I could I implement that. I, I know a freshman of high school right now that I'm friends with that I know her. And uh, that would be a good thing for her. You know, I mean, it's actually a good thing for me, much year older than her. Uh, even how many times in life we look at the negative side of things and, and, and we never really accent the positive. And, you know, it's like, and I thought about that, like, oh, I hate my house. I hate Florida or I hate this. I hate that, you know, and it's just like depressing. I said, I want to get the heck out of here. <laughs> you know, I mean, whether you're a teenager or, or an old person, you know, it, it's just, uh, we need to be gratitude, you know, grateful. So that's cool. So that's how you de- started developing the program, uh, living and, uh, living in gratitude today. So that's how you started the program. So that was, so, that was the foundation. Okay. So how's that going today? I mean, how's that, how's that working for you? It's going well, you know, my goal obviously is to get out there and have my, my name known more and speak more and bring more people into the community because I truly believe that when we practice gratitude, it's not about saying life doesn't happen and we're never going to feel sad. I think that's one of the biggest myths that people think, Oh, I'm going to practice gratitude and everything is going to be great. Well, no, because life happens. We're humans. You're going to be sad. We're going to be angry. We're going to get frustrated. People die. Situations change. But how do we experience gratitude in spite of all of that? Mm -hmm. And um, I, I believe that when we, are in that space of gratitude. And when we're actively practicing and we're sharing that with our kids, we're talking to our kids about what are you grateful for? If they're younger, what was the best part of your day today? We're raising children who are grateful children, which become grateful adults. Well, also a thing as a Christian world is counting your blessings, you know, you know, like, okay, God, I'm breathing today. God, you got me out of bed. So I'm going to put you on a spot here. Okay, I'm going to be the teacher and I'm going to give you an assignment. Okay, um, okay. tell me, what are your gratitude? What If you woke up, the, well, not if you woke up, because you did wake up. When you woke up, um, what, and you had to today give me 10 gra- things that you are gratitude, gra- grateful for, what would be those 10 things today? So I will say, I will first start okay. with this. The way I practice gratitude is very different than the way most people practice gratitude because I don't believe in practicing with a rote gratitude list. I believe that I'm actively, I believe in actively looking for things that happened that day. So from the time I woke up, um, I'm grateful that I got my coffee creamer. I was able to go to the store, get my coffee creamer. I'm grateful that the, the yard people came because now my, the yard in my neighborhood looks beautiful and I'm grateful that they stopped, <laughs> they stopped their blowing machines before we started the, the recording. Right. Uh, I'm grateful that we get to have this conversation that we, that the internet is working. So when I practice gratitude again, for me, it's about finding those things that are unique to the day, because when we do that, we're actually changing the neural pathways in our brain and we're causing new connections so that our brain is always on the lookout. Well, what am I grateful for? What, what happened that worked well for me today? And it gets me to focus more on my joys versus my always. Oh, that's interesting. That's a little tagline there. (laughs) Yeah, that's cool. Well, I, 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 sorry about putting you on the spot there, but I figure I'm not a a teacher, but somebody's like, say, okay, what's the practical? How, how do they, how they change their life? You know, here's an example. And that's kind of the way that I looked at it. You gave people an example of 
I would be grateful, you know, on a daily basis and stuff like that. Now, do you deal with a lot with the, I'm thinking of the word future tense, things in the future compared to just net the now, then and now, or here and now, I should say. Uh, do you think more into the future with, with being grateful or do you go in that route, route that um, route? So that's a really interesting loaded question. Um <laughs> Both, I think, because I'm doing a lot of work on myself right now. And I really, and I'm watching the words that I use. And I'm very conscious of my languaging. I'm conscious of the voices that are going on in the head that are running the show. Mm-hmm. And consciously stopping the voices that are not kind and nice and pleasant. Okay. You know, thank you for caring. You know, be quiet. Um, so I believe, you know, there's this whole idea in quantum physics now that we can consciously create our future. That we don't have to be the it's not like a cause and effect world that we can cause our future into being. So I do believe that when we cause our future into being, and that's part of what my whole new gratitude experiment is about is living today as if we're living our perfect life. So if, if, if I'm interested in attracting my perfect mate, Am I going to walk around and be miserable and grumpy and frustrated and complaining about everything? Or am I going to be in a space of gratitude where I'm joyful and kind and nice? Because if I want to attract the perfect mate, I I also have to be nice and pleasant. And, and it's not about faking it till I make it, but it's really about being in that space and then managing those thoughts in the mind that are not so pleasant and so kind and so nice. And it's not easy, but it's doable. Well, I'm thinking also, too, is you're kind of mentally setting up a goal. I mean, you have a picture of what you want to become, and then you work toward that. You know, um, Compared to if you if you um, don't have a goal or you don't have anything set, you're just basically going to drift through life, and it's just going to happen. Whatever's going to happen has happened. But you kind of take yeah. control of your destiny a little bit and what goes on. It's, yeah, it's setting the intention of how you want to be or how, you, how you're going to be right now, choosing to be that way right now. And sometimes you have to choose it 500 times a day, depending on the day. But, you know, right. reminding yourself, what is your intention? I am thinking of the analogy. It's almost like how do you eat an elephant and you eat it by one bite at a time? You know, you know, it's like, what's isn't there an old Indian, um, not prophecy, but saying like, you know, a long journey starts with the first step. Yeah. I don't know if, if that was Indian or Chinese or something like that. You know, it's like. We, you know, we, we have a goal and then we have to take our uh, step and it's going back to the elephant. How do you eat it? One bite at a time. You, you can't eat a whole elephant in one sitting. You're going to take it over time. And there's a lot of things that when we set goals, whether it's, uh, you know, changing our, whether our structure of our body, like weight, you know, we want to lose weight. Well, every time, you know, and, and, and then, you know, that's, we have to do that on a daily basis. If it's our mindset, we need to change that on a daily basis. Things don't happen. 99% 99% of the time, they don't happen with like a snap of a finger. There is work. There's movement that has to be done. There's mindsets that need to be changed. And it sounds like a lot of you're helping these kids understand about the positive mindset, uh, being gratitude, being grateful, I should say, you know, um, of what's going on in their life. Because a lot of teenagers uh, and adults can have a lot negative things and they can accent that. And uh, they're drawn more to the negative than the positive. So I think that, that's really cool that you're doing that. So I don't teach anymore. So I, I so stopped teaching. teaching. No, 2017, oh. I was done. Ah, uh, you're done teaching, huh? And you said Miami, right? That that was that was bilingual school, I'm sure. Uh, 
Um, there was a high population of Spanish speakers. Yeah, I very little. I we've talked about this in many of my shows. I know very little words in Spanish. Uh, thank God for Google Translator. I can actually translate something until we get that day of like Star Trek, which we have a little communicator that <laughs> changes people's voices into your language. Right. I, I still because my Spanish. I have a Spanish show, but I have a Spanish host that does it. He says, "Well, you start. They'll start doing Spanish shows." I go, "No, not for a long time until they get that translator in." Because I, I can, I can write something down. I can have, I can, I know certain words, but in general, I, I don't. Really, I stick to the, the English, and I sometimes I don't do that well either. <laughs> I kind of, uh, you know, I came from a very shy background, and, and I'm still not an expert at things. But I've learned to kind of. Yeah, I'm not perfect. And I, I don't expect my guests to be perfect. I don't expect the environment to be perfect. I just, you know, I try to set things up like we did before the show started. And something happened. I had one show that I was talking in, and they had a kid that their husband was watching. He escaped. So he comes flying <laughs> into in the back the back of, uh, of the interview. I, and I cut out him flying in. So he wasn't on camera. But, uh, you know, I cut out as much of her response as possible in post-production. But still, it was, hey. Is whatever. I mean, I have sometimes that my light will go like my battery. I, I run off of regular power, but I have battery lights too. And they will start flashing. I go, all right, just deal with it. And eventually it shuts itself off in a minute or two. It's just inconvenient. So that's pretty cool. So you've been doing that and you enjoy that, I'm assuming. I mean, it sounds like it's your passion. I, I love it. I love the character development. I love, I love learning about how my mind works and helping other people, supporting other people and really achieving their dreams and their goals by paying attention to the mindset and, and what happens. Okay. And you said something earlier, like gratitude for me is a practice. It's not about an attitude of gratitude. When I hear that, it's like nails on a chalkboard for me because yeah. how do I have an attitude of gratitude? I don't get that. It's like, I don't go to the gym to lose weight and have an attitude of losing weight. I go to the right. gym and I work out and I watch what I eat and it's a practice of things that I do. And it's the same thing with, with my practice of gratitude. And I always tell people, you know, grab your phones. If you have never practiced gratitude or you want to just take your practice to a new level, set the timer to go off and then look for your wins. Consciously look for your wins and ask yourself who or what made a difference for me. What did I do for myself or others? And a lot of times when people talk about gratitude, it's all out there. Like the definition of gratitude is really about, you know, something acknowledging and recognize that something outside was, did something nice for me or made me feel good. Mm -hmm. But I think it's also important that we focus on what is it that we did? Well, what is it? How is it that we helped somebody else or ourselves? Mm -hmm. So who or what made a difference for me? What did I do for myself or others? How did I nourish my mind, body, or spirit? And then what made me smile or laugh or until my sides hurt? So we can okay. start to focus on those things that really bring us joy and make us feel good. So we've talked about who you are and how you started um, living in a gratitude life or gratitude today, I should say. Well, it's a life too, but um, let's talk a little bit about, I mean, I, I knew these type of shows are not as long as some of my shows and stuff like that. We still got a few more minutes, but um how, how can, um, let me see what I wrote on my notes here. Okay, how can you help other people? I mean, what what are some things that you could give? Let's say samples or a little free sample, I'd say. If you were to, to talk to me, if I was one of your clients or, or something like that, uh, some basic stuff, what would you tell me to do? 
that was what I, I basically just said that before oh, okay. set timer to go off. And then the other thing is, is I have a download on my, on my website and it's a gratitude wins bingo game and it can be played for the individual. It can be played with a family, but what it does is that it, so the, the pal, it's like a bingo game. We all know what bingo is. Right. So it's set up instead of B I N G O it's W I N S and then free spaces. And the idea is that, you know, if you print it out and you, you work on it throughout the month, if you're really focused on the external, who or what made a difference for me, or you filled out really quickly, all of the S's, what made me smile or laugh to my sides hurt, but you didn't focus on the, the middle parts. Like, uh, what did I do for myself or others? Or how did I nourish my mind, body, or spirit? It gives you a visual to start to say, well, wait a minute. Like, let me start to take a look at what did I do well? What did I, how did I make the world a better place? Or how did I do something for myself versus, you know, if you're somebody who does things for everybody else, like, how did I do something? What did I do for me? And it gives you that visual to start to, to see where maybe you need to shift your focus or add more focus. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, people are, oh, my kids are so ungrateful. You Well, you want them to be grateful. Teach them to be grateful. Right. Have grateful conversations, you know? You know, it's, it, you can't expect your kids to be grateful if you're not. They, you know, they're, they're going to want to follow whatever you do. So basically, you lead them, they'll follow. You know, right. it's not, you know, don't, it's not the old expression is don't do as I do, but do as I say. That don't work. You know, you got you got to be you got to be the leader of the family and and and, and show the kids, um, the kids. You know, the teenagers. As, as you started saying about freshmen, they know everything. You know, when you're a freshman, <laughs> I don't remember knowing everything. I don't remember having that problem. I, I know I was spoiled, but I don't remember ever saying like, "Hey, I know everything." You guys know nothing. I guess I never did that, as far as I know. But it, I guess I mean I deal with teenagers a lot, and you know, and they are different. <laughs> You know, they, when they're going through high school, it's a lot different than they once they get out of high school. So. The fact that I was a high school teacher is almost like it's the biggest joke the universe played on me because oh, yeah. my degree is not in education. My degree is international studies and I have a minor in Spanish. And I ended up subbing one day. I was trying to get into law school, but I don't do well in standardized tests until recently. Right. Um, I'm not living into that anymore. And the kids were like, oh my God, you teach math better than, than our teacher. You should be a math teacher. And I'm like, never in a million years am I going to be a teacher. They don't get respected. They don't get, you have to have a side hustle if you're a teacher. Right. So I was like, there's no way. And a cousin of mine was like, you know, go back, take the classes. Here's the deal. In two years, if you do nothing, you're in the same place. However, if you take the classes in two years, you're going to be two steps ahead. And then if you decide you never want to use those classes again, no problem. But at least you have something, you have another, you, another outlet, another way you can, can maneuver in the world. So I started teaching and um, I, there were days that I would wake up and it was like a 35 minute drive, a 40 minute drive. And I would, I would wake up and I was in tears because certain classes, I was so excited to be with those kids. Sometimes I would be in tears because I didn't want to see some, <laughs> but, but there were days that I'd wake up and I was like, I am so lucky that I get to do what I do. And there were many profound moments, many moments where again, you know, I'm human, they're human and we, we didn't click, but 
it was, I was able to plant little seeds and give them things that they may not have heard before. And um, when I get a, a comment or something on social media or a little DM and they're saying things to me and I'm like, I never thought that this kid ever heard anything I said. He looked like he was zoned out half the time sleeping. And he's like, you know, you taught us to do affirmations and they've saved my life. I've been in the military the past few years and they've saved my life. I'm like, what? So. So you answered the question I was thinking of asking you. I'm, have you seen any changes in, in the, your students or, or your past students, actually, since you're not teaching anymore? But you just answered that. So hey, I don't have to ask you that question. You're but I think, but I think there's, you know, there's a key here because people ask me that all the time. And the truth is this, I don't know if it was long lasting. I know the seeds were planted. And here's why I say that it's like anything. If I work out for a week, a month, a year, I have strong muscles. Right. When I stop, what happens? Those muscles atrophy and practicing gratitude is like that. Also, it's a muscle. Mm -hmm. And if we're not consciously looking for those things that we're grateful for on a regular basis, you lose that muscle memory. So I don't know. And that's, you know, being completely transparent. I don't know the lasting effects, but I do know what happens when it's a consistent practice. And that's, I think that's the power. That's why I always talk about gratitude as a practice, not as this attitude. You know, we, we, during the 2020, I don't even say, want to say the C word, but during 2020, we all woke up with this idea. Oh, you know, we have to have an attitude of gratitude. We have to have be positive, positive vibes only. And I was like, because <laughs> that's, yeah, you know, people were losing their jobs and they were sick and everybody wants good vibes only. But instead of good vibes only, how about finding the good moments, even when they're kind of crappy? Yeah, that's true. That's true. So, all right. So wrapping up, we want um, people have got some great information, some little nuggets and stuff like that. How, and it's all going to be in the show notes and it will be on the screen. Tell people how they can get a hold of you. So I'm all over social media. You can find me under either Vismaya, V as in Victor, I-S-M-A-Y-A underscore Ruben. That's R-U-B-I-N or Living in Gratitude Today. I have a gratitude shop. I have swag. I have classes, but I'm all over social media. So. Cool. All right. Send me a little DM. Tell me you saw me on the show. That's cool. And we'll spread this word as much as possible. And I'll talk to some people. And, hey, I've learned some things that I can apply because I'm always dealing with people and dealing with teenagers and stuff like that. So, so, um, Vismaya, thank you very much for being on. I appreciate you being my guest today. What a pleasure. Thank you so much. All right, everybody else. Thank you very much for tuning in to the Millennium Beat with your host, Kevin James. Remember, we like to encourage the world one story at a time. This has been a Millennium Beat LLC production. Views and opinions of the guest are not always the views and opinions of the Millennium Beat LLC. Check us out on social media, Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram, and TikTok at the Millennium Beat. Or on Twitter at Millennium underscore Beat. If you would like to partner with us to reach the world, go to our website for more information. You can go to themillenniumbeat.com or tmb2000.net. Your financial support is greatly appreciated. We couldn't do all we do without your support.
The Millennium Beat just updated our website from the ground up. Check it out at themillenniumbeat.com or you can get there by using millenniumbeat.com or tmb2000.net where you'll be redirected to the millenniumbeat.com's homepage. I want to thank Mass Inbound for their awesome work on our website. If you're looking for somebody to build your site, I recommend them. You can reach them at massinbound.com. That is M-A-S-S-I-N-B-O-U-N-D.com. These are some of the things that you can find on our website. Homepage. You can watch our latest YouTube video or listen to our audio podcast. Also listed are some of the platforms our audio podcast is on. You'll find out when the next podcast will air and who the guests will be. On the top right, you'll find two red buttons, Learn How to Help and Become a Guest. Under Learn How to Help, you can become a partner, sponsor, contributor, or contribute to the future Millennium Bus. You can give one time or monthly recurring. The choice is yours. The other button is Be a Guest. Click it, go to the form, and fill it out, and we will get back to you. We would love to hear your story. Click the About Us drop-down where you'll find stats, where we are reaching people, and to find more information on our sponsors. Click on the Podcast drop-down, then click on the Calendar tab where it will tell you when the shows will air and who will be on them. Or if you need to know about any meetups of the Millennium Beat staff, partners, or listeners. Also, there might be on the calendar an event at which the Millennium Beat staff will be at. Click the Guest tab for all previous guests, links to their website, social media pages, and any store they might have. Click the Forms drop-down. There you'll find a release, be a guest, or become a sponsor form. Music